2: This is The Vice Guide to Right Now, a daily rundown of all things vice. It's Thursday, November 30th. I'm Akil Gibbons. Today, we're looking into the reasons why everybody seems to hate Jill Stein. But first, the headlines. NBC News fired longtime anchor Matt Lauer over sexual harassment of a female colleague in the workplace. The network's news chairman, Andrew Lack, wrote in a memo that while this was the first official complaint about Lauer's behavior, there's reasons to believe it may not have been an isolated incident. On Wednesday, North Korea successfully tested a new intercontinental ballistic missile with the potential capability of striking the entire U.S. mainland. The order to launch the missile was reportedly given by Kim Jong-un, who said, quote, fire it bravely for the party in the motherland. And President Trump retweeted three anti-Muslim videos on Twitter, originally posted by Jada Franson, the deputy leader of the far-right organization, Britain First. Franson, who has been convicted of a hate crime, presented them as evidence of Muslims' alleged propensity to engage violence. And now, here's the news you won't get anywhere else. Built on a career of losing elections, Jill Stein has become both a punchline and a scapegoat, especially after Trump's 2016 presidential win. So vice politics writer Eve Pizer took a closer look at Stein's story. Eve calls Jill Stein a cautionary tale for leftists trying to build a movement and dives into what happens when a rigid mistrust of establishment politics goes too far and what it means to be a joke. Here's Eve speaking with Vice's Harry Cheadle.
0: So, Eve, you wrote this profile of Jill Stein, which is wonderful. Everyone should read it if they haven't already. It came out on Wednesday. For those who haven't read it, could you just describe what it's about?
1: I've been infatuated with Jill Stein since the 2016 election. I was just very curious to find out why somebody would devote their lives to running for an elected office they know they would never win i hope all of you know that jill stein was the green party presidential candidate in 2012 and 2016. so i went to massachusetts and spent two days with stein and i asked her about some of her more controversial stances like her belief that russia did not interfere with the 2016 election But I also just wanted to get to know her because people are so angry about her decision to run.
0: Why are people angry at her?
1: In Hillary Clinton's book, she actually called out Jill Stein as a reason why she did not end up winning because Jill Stein won more votes in Michigan and Wisconsin than the margin Hillary lost by. But this idea is very misguided because Jill Stein voters wouldn't have voted for Hillary had she not been on the ticket. But I understand the impulse to see it that way, because if you don't know that much about politics, you're like, okay, well, the Democrats are left. Republicans are right. And so if there are two left candidates, it's going to split the vote. Of course, That's not how it works. Most Jill Stein voters probably wouldn't have voted or might have even voted for Trump had she not been on the ballot.
0: You say you were infatuated with Jill Stein. I guess my question is why and what brought that on?
1: I think it comes down to me having infinite respect for people who are 100 percent themselves, no matter how stupid or wrong they are or weird they are. And Jill, who is a very sweet woman, always struck me as somebody who just would not back down even when she was wrong. In many ways, she's a smart lady and she seems like a very nice and compassionate person. But her refusal to come out and say vaccines don't cause autism, for example, or her suggestion that Wi-Fi waves might be harming the brains of children, something that has no scientific basis, struck me as something worth exploring because I literally could not understand why a medical doctor who was running for office would have these beliefs. I felt like she was sort of a puzzle because a lot of her political ideology I can get behind as a leftist like I I voted for Bernie in the primaries and she is an advocate for single payer health care and things that I support. So I was curious, like why she is constantly making a fool out of herself.
0: Did you ever figure out why she does this or why she runs for office? You know, like you say, it's kind of a hopeless crusade that she's been on. Did you ever sort of find the answer to that question?
1: I think I found the answer to that question. I, she runs for office because this is the way that she knows how to try to save the world. She really does believe that our world is very broken and the two-party system in America is to blame for that. And I don't even think she's necessarily wrong about that. But because of the way our two-party system is structured... It makes it so, like, she has such a negligible effect on electoral politics. But her mission is really to, like, bring down the establishment.
0: So you talk to Stein a lot, obviously, and you also talk to a number of Green Party officials, too, who mostly support Stein. In talking to all these Green Party people who don't get a lot of media attention, was there anything you learned that really surprised you?
1: (laughs) Not really. Everybody was pretty defensive of her and would constantly bring up that the press and the media take these things out of context. It felt like I could have been talking to a conservative in a sense. There was a real mistrust of how the press would handle her as a Green.
0: You bring up Bernie Sanders, I think, a couple times in the piece and talk about how some of her ideas, like single-payer healthcare, are things that Bernie Sanders also endorses. So what do you think the difference is between Bernie Sanders, who, if he's not officially a Democrat, coxes with the Democrats anyway, and Jill Stein, who is out there on the fringe?
1: I mean, there are so many differences. Bernie Sanders is a senator who votes for legislation, who writes it. But Bernie Sanders is able to express leftist beliefs without sounding like a kook about it. That's the fundamental difference. I mean, he's a much more skilled politician than Jill, who is not a politician at all. Bernie Sanders did such a great job of making ideas like healthcare being a human right palatable and easy for... A mass audience to get behind. But Jill's brand of leftism is a little too conspiratorial for her to ever really be taken seriously. I think that there is an inherent conflict with being in a third party and being taken seriously. There are a lot of left groups that have found other ways to try to bring leftist politics into the mainstream that don't involve creating their own party. You can think of like the Democratic Socialists of America who run candidates as Democrats and independents and occasionally Greens, too, but I think that the structure of that organization understands American politics in a more realistic way.
2: To read Eve Pizer's full article on Jill Stein, go to vice.com. Alright, that's it for now. Thanks for listening. For more news and culture, check out vice.com. And tune in again tomorrow for another Vice Guide to Right Now.